Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the Warhammer 40k podcast where you get to write the script. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show, and maybe even jump your story in the line, or maybe even read stories with me, or maybe you have a story you'd like to read to me, head on over to Patreon at Lorehammer Listener Lore and check out all the cool ways to get involved and support the show. Enjoy. Welcome back to Lorehammer Listener Lore, the 40k podcast where you get to write the script. Hey everyone, I'm your host Mark, and joining me today we got uh, on his Discord tag, it's Evil Ari. How's it going? Good. How are you, man? Good, good. Did I even come close to saying your tag right? Or Yeah, Ev- Evil Ari. Yeah, that's right. Okay, perfect. Look at that, I'm learning. One word at a time. <laughs> you, can, you can talk, you can spell. Wow. <laughs> Don't tell too many people of these abilities of mine. Look, it just it just means that your uh, English lessons have uh, worked out, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All those Discord dollars finally paid off. <laughs> right cool. On. So you have written us a story. Uh, you kind of told me a couple quick sentences, but the teaser of it was uh, "Heretic Sisters of Battle." Do you want to kind of give us a little, a little more teaser, or should we dive into reading? A little bit of a tidbit. Yeah. Yeah. So... My biggest thing was I was I wrote this before tenth edition came out, and in like the last like uh, thirty the Horus Heresy books came out, and I was pissed off, frankly, that you would have Imperial Guard, you know, would turn. You would have Space Marines that would turn, but no sisters would turn. Yeah. So I was like, well, screw it, I'm gonna do it, and this is how I've done it. So so far, anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited so, uh, to see how yeah. you've done it. Like, uh, yeah, like you said, GW has taken some stances where it's like, no sisters fall to chaos. <laughs> and then they they kind of give you one or two examples of some that have fallen to corn a little bit, maybe. But for some reason, yeah, they don't fall. And I think that's bullshit. Absolutely. So um, I, I was trying to put some thought, some like deeper thought into like why they don't fall. And like, maybe the best I could come up with is like, 
you know, they're true zealots. Like they truly believe in the God Emperor where not every uh, Imperial Guardsman might believe in the go- the Emperor as a God. And definitely not every Astartes chapter believes the Emperor is a God. So like that element of faith maybe protects him a little bit, but like, I j- it just doesn't make sense, man. They're still just with the Astartes hypno-indoctrination and all that not protect them better than a little absolutely yeah but well uh yeah i don't know let's let's see how you do it i'm i'm excited i'm I'm ready for it (laughs) no worries the story is called the order of the twilight martyrs heretic adeptus sororitas sisterhood sisterhood outline main character was a sister from the order order of the valorous heart During a purge on a planet, she found a faithful family and kept them hidden. Afterwards, her superiors found out, killed them, and demanded the sister to atone and repent for her sin. Punished by her sins to become a sister repenta, conflict between orders and morality and ethics. During and after her punishment, a Slaneshi demon convinced her and the Imperium had become too flawed and imperfect to be allowed to exist and the worship of Slanish as the perfect one, an example as to what humanity should be. The Twilight Martyrs wage a war in Slaneshi's name to show the Imperium the true way of perfection. Also believes that the God Emperor is an aspect of Slanish, basically making them double heretics, convinced that the Ecclesiarchy are the real heretics for hiding the truth of the God Emperor and his aspects to the people. The Order still believes they are following the God Emperor and his wishes and do believe for them to be successful order to the Order of the Valorous Heart, to be a successor order to the Order of the Valorous Heart. However, the Imperium as a whole charged with the Order, charged the Order as heretics. Sisterhood detail. Oh, sorry, go on. No, that's all right. No, this, yeah, that's the general outline of how I thought about it. And then, yeah, the rest of it's just little tidbits and details and everything like that, like color schemes. and Yeah, yeah we, so. we got to know how to paint these guys. We we have to. Well, sorry, these well, chicks. Well, well th- th- this is the worst part is I haven't gotten around to painting them yet. I'm still painting my Blood Angels. I still have got Mechanicus to do, and then I was going to do these guys. So <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, yeah. We all have that closet of shame, you know, that pile. Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> Sisterhood details. Fleet-based order, flagship called Sacrum Omega, Sacrum, an overlord-class battlecruiser taken from the Order of the Valor's Heart, three lunar-class cruisers and various dauntless-class light cruisers and frigates are also part of this fleet. They happily go between the warp and real space when they want to. This order generally only recruits from captured sisters from other orders. However, we'll raid and recruit from Imperial Worlds and Void Stations, leaving it in Holy Warp Fires. I like that Holy is bracketed there, because, yeah, <laughs> that, the green <laughs> so the recruits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Willing or otherwise. <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, it's basically light torture, so hey-hey, whatever it works. <laughs> yeah. The Imperium have no records, this order, or the sisters that defected from the Valor's Heart and other orders as records were forged, purged. However, canonists from other orders know of them only in whispers and rumors. Imperial officials mistake this order to be strictly followers of Korn due to their very bloodthirsty and violence they commit. And the original sisters of the order were mostly Sister Repentia. However, they mainly follow Slanish due to how they fell, 
their ideology and the god emperor, with rituals and sacrifices to corn when needed. They are generally more melee focused and ranged, however, are trained in a variety of weapons. Uh, I like that you kind of keep it hushed in rumors and stuff. Like, that's a great way to just kind of avoid that GW ban hammer where it's like, well, that's not canon. <laughs> it can't be canon. Well, it's only a rumor. Well, that's what happened with um that one sister that in law has fallen. Yeah. It was basically expunged from the records. Yeah. So, so that's that... how I've thought about it. So, yeah. So once you know that, like, in the universe, they have, like, expunged one heretic, like, how many heretics have they done this to before? Like there could be billions of traitor sisters of guard or sisters of battle running around and they just keep expunging them, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. So, and, and I think I've read in one could have been in a bit of fanfic or something where if it's sister did like fall to chaos, they would get a recruit together, like all this crazy plastic surgery platform boots and make it look like the exact same as the person that fell so i'm like okay right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, i don't know <laughs> helen no she's not a heretic she's over there right there <laughs> yeah and she's like just been completely like mind wiped and replaced <laughs> this person <laughs> perfect oh yeah color scheme dark space blue with silver outlines capes are as black as a reminder of the heritage to the order of the valorous heart Leaders of the squad have purple helmets, palatines are white, canonist commanders and canonist preceptors are silver, while the canonist superior are is is bronze. <laughs> are is, yeah, perfect. No, whatever. Melee Words units are have, they are the worst. I've been I've been like <laughs> learning Spanish, you know, not really, but fucking words, man. Melee units have capes and helmets red to align more with Corinne's rituals while helmet colors remain the same as the rest of the order. Yeah, so that's interesting. So they they definitely are followers of Slanish primarily, but then every now and again, they have some of these corn rituals and stuff. Um, yeah. The question is, do they see corn as an aspect of the emperor, just like they kind of see Slanish as an aspect of them, or? Other way around. So Slanish is the perfect emperor. Oh, the okay. god emperor is the physical manifestation of Slanesh. Oh, and okay, all yeah, the other yeah. chaos gods are um, other manifestations of Slanesh. So I explained this, I think, in chapter two, I think. Um, okay. And so Corn is like the violence and the rage of Slanesh. If okay. that makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. So they're like really... Slaneshi is like the, the superior god of all. They're all the gods. Yeah. Like, he, he, yeah, it. basically. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, and I'm like, well, screw it. Let's just do it that way. And with these, I brood on this. And, you know, so I'm like, screw it. And I was going to send you my Space Marine lore first, but I'm like, I hear too much of Space Marines. No <laughs> offense to anybody, but yeah. there is way too much Space Marine lore. Let's do some yeah. sisters. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's the right call. Um, yeah, it's like it, on Warhammer Main, we did like one or two Space Marine episodes, and now every other story I read is Astarte stuff. So <laughs> it's for a change. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, do you so have any other comments of... and suggestions before we get into the story? 
No, I feel like you kind of wet my whistle and kind of set the tone for the <laughs> couple chapters that you are writing in the two that you've written here. So I think let's dive Fabulous. in and see where it goes. All right. <clears throat> Need to clear this throat. Do my vocal exercises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All if right. you need any help with the female voices, I got a killer female voice, you know? <laughs> um, I did the right yeah, why not? thing, didn't I? <laughs> no, that's awful. You should just read it all. All right. All right. No worries. The Order of the Twilight Martyrs, Chapter 1. I did the right thing, didn't I? Thought Abigail Hallistry, with a tear running down her face, her head hanging down to match the melancholy, frustration, and confusion um, it was that was racing through her mind. She sat on her, on her knees, with her arms bound above her head, and the chain running out of sight above Abigail in the dull red light lighting. Her bone-white hair long became tangled and dirty from the days spent in the lonely cell. A pale, a dirty pale tunic covered her body, but did little to keep her warm in the cold depths of the void ship, the Sacrum Omega. The room, uh, the room quite large for a lone prisoner, the uh, cold stone surrounded her, and a smooth, st a heavy steel door with a dimly glowing panel separated her from the sisters who had forsaken her. Abigail's superiors somehow discovered what she had done. She was utterly convinced that she, uh, what she did, was the right thing. They were, uh, they were faithful to the god, to the god emperor. At least she thought so. Abigail hid them away, turned a blind eye, hoping that they would survive the onslaught that was raining down upon that doomed world. They reminded her of her own family when she was a little girl, being saved by the very same holy sisters from the Order of the Valorous Heart. Abigail hoped she'd inspired the girl to join the ranks of the sisters in, in the coming years. Someone must have seen her hide them and reported it. As soon as her team boarded back to the void ship, she was arrested, charged with treason against the Order. Abigail's armour, weapons and memorabilia were stripped. Uh, this tunic thrown over her, dragged to the cell, and soon she will face her judgement. And since she was thrown in here, thoughts started racing through her mind. Uh, are these... Thoughts of doubts. Abigail believed she was doing the right thing. She saw that they were pure of heart and the fa and faithful to the God Emperor. Yet she's being punished. She didn't understand. She'd been a dutiful sister for many years, purging heretics, burning out gene stealer cults, and enlightening others into the imperial fold. Yet this act of perceived grace and leniency felt felt as if she was now the heretic, the wrongdoer, and the ir irredeemable. You want me to take over here? Um, you can if you want. I can keep reading. Uh, yeah, keep reading one more, and then maybe I'll take over the next kind of pause. Okay, cool. No worries. Footsteps broke Abigail from her trance. She could tell that they were from an armoured individual from the heavy metallic footsteps and stopped outside her cell. The dull red screen became green as access was granted to the stranger. Latches, dis latches disengaged and the door slowly separated from the middle. Abigail didn't have the strength to look up. She was either going to be given food and water or be taken for a judgment in front of the entire order. The stranger walked up to Abigail as the door closed behind her, the green returning to a dull red, and laughter echoed um, off the stone walls. Abigail, what a pity, the stranger said, her words dripping with venom. Abigail recognised a voice. Epfril Drake, a, a repentia superior. 
Her jaw-length white hair as straight as, a, as her will to break the victims under her command. A scar running, running down from her left temple to her chin, give, um, giving her a vicious look. Her armour and cloak so dark in the dim red lighting, only the white trim and hair made her visible. I kept hearing so much about you throughout your holy service to our order. What happened, Abby? Drake teased as she started circling around Abigail, saying nothing. Ooh, let me guess. Defy, defy orders? Delaying and showing the pyre and fire redemption to heretics? The mistress mused and cackled loudly again behind Abigail. Abigail remained silent. She knew Ephra wouldn't listen to her reasoning. Drake grabbed Abigail's hair in a tight fist and pulled back, her, stern, her face stern but resigned to whatever the repentious superior was going to do. Wild eyes stared into Abigail's eyes and soul, soul with a sadistic smile across her face. She put her mouth to Abigail's ear. I'm humbly requesting you were put under my command, Abigail. I would surely enjoy your struggle for atonement. Oh, the suffering will be so sweet to watch. I'll make it worth my while. By the God Emperor's will, I will make you suffer. Drake whispered into Abigail's ear, grinding her teeth as she spoke. Abigail's head is thrown forward as April released something with a click from her belt, and heavy thud falls to the ground. Abigail knew what, uh, what was coming, having seen it before time and time again. The Order of the Valorous Heart had known to atone to force atonement for the most basic of sins in the light of the order she had committed treason she was lucky she was not shot and killed on sight maybe physical punishment and torture is warranted first before her death on the front lines against impossible odds or even a public execution crack abigail let out a muffled whimper as she lurched forward from, back from the pain April Drake's neural whip lashed across Abigail's back, sending jolts of electrical energy up her spine and filling her body with shattering pain. Crack. The next lashed down her spine, but still refusing to let out the sound of pleasure to the sadistic sister. Uh, but Abigail knows sooner or later she will break. Her will needs to stand strong for her to survive this. Others would have been known to be killed by these whips. Their, their heavy impact ends started to develop deep painful welts across her back. Crack. Crack. Abigail could feel her skin starting to rip and tear, each whip end starting to draw blood, electric shots shooting through her body, causing pain in her very being. Crack. 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 Some time later, <clears throat> Abigail wakes from the pain. She still hangs from the chains on her knees. A small pool of blood around her had mostly dried up. A bloody tunic that barely holding together, her back torn, raw and bloody, lashes upon lashes, ribbons of skin and blood still dripping down. Euphoria's crackling, cackling uh, laughter repeating constantly with every wave of pain through her body. Abigail started to sob. She thought she did the right thing. She could not see the crimes of which she had been accused of. Other potential repentors would have understood or at least accepted their fate by now, but Abigail's resolve was set. She was innocent, and will clear her name, or at least die trying. While Abigail was shedding tears of sorrow, the mistress' laughter in her head had slowly started to change. It had started to become somewhat disoriented, deeper, and more odd. 
She stopped and looked up and around as much as her wounds and pain would let her alone. No one in sight, yet the laughter persisted. Then slowly, becoming disembodied, leaving her head and encompassing the room. Am I going crazy? Thought Abigail. Not crazy, sister, only desperate. Let us say your Imperium has betrayed you, sister. A quiet, whispering, snake-like voice encapsulated the cell. Abigail stiffened and looked around rapidly. She heard of the stories of how demons get into people's head. The litanies and pure willpower of the sisters on their battle barges should keep out any demons from the warp, let alone the operating Gellerfields. Be gone, demon! I don't need your pity! Abigail yells out to the voice as the air hang, as the air has changed, more tense, almost electrified. Pity? You think I am here to give you pity? My dear sister, I am here because you called me. The voice continued as it hung in the air and echoing around. I called you? Lies! Lies! I would never call an unholy demon. The light of the god emperor guides me and defends me. Abigail yelled in desperation. Even though she feels abandoned by her emperor, she still holds some trust and belief in him. More thoughts start running through her mind. Why would I be calling for a demon? Is my view in the Imperium already broken and flawed? Ah, and there it is, sister. You have become doubtful of your sisters, of, the, of your Imperium, and your Emperor. Abigail is shocked. The voice is reading her mind and repeating it to her. It's worming its way into Abigail's head, trying to corrupt her further. Get out of my head, demon, she uttered. Your place, your faith in this god emperor, yet where is he to defend you? Why haven't I been banished? The voice started to manifest a body, it seems. A purple, gaseous mist starts to swirl around in one of the corners of the cell. As it continued to talk, Abigail talked to Abigail. It approached her and started to circle. You, your imperium is flawed, your ecclesiarchy false, and your idea of the emperor imperfect. Your order has betrayed you, punishing you for doing what was right. Instead, they they killed that family and put you in this cell to suffer, all to die in the name of an emperor who will do nothing to protect you. Ha! Some emperor you believe in. Abigail crumbles into a sobbing mess. I have nothing else, no family to go back to. My order is punishing me for protecting people of pure heart. My sisters have abandoned me. I have nothing else. Why don't they just kill me and let let me be in peace? Her thoughts since her thoughts since she had been thrown in the cell have come into reality. Abigail's sisters have betrayed her. The ecclesiarchy left her, and the Imperium has forsaken her. There is nothing else left for her. The swirling purple gaseous mass slowly moves towards her face. What if I told you this god emperor you put faith in is just an aspect of the true emperor, sister? Your god emperor represents the human aspect of the true emperor. Decayed, weathered, dead. You, sister, can help my emperor save your kind and the galaxy. He is perfect in a ver in very way that he is perfect in the very way that you want to see your emperor, your ecclesiarchy, and your order. At least my emperor will help me and help you in times of need. All you need to do is commit yourself to him, and you can join our ranks as a perfect sister, just like my perfect emperor. The purple gas tells Abigail, 
It seems too good to be true. The voice speaks truth. The God Emperor sat upon the throne for millennia. No movement, no words, just the words of the ecclesiarchy that was supposed to trust and preach to the corner of the galaxy. Abigail found her voice weak, soft, with what she had thought to. Abigail found her voice weak and soft with what she is about to utter. She didn't want the God Emperor to hear her whisper these words, but she needed to. What is the perfect emperor's name? Abigail whispered to the purple cloud, fearing to be struck down. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. With the wrath of her own emperor. Sister, I must go now. Other sisters are coming. However, I will return soon to continue our conversation. The purple mist said as it slowly faded into nothing. As it slowly faded away into nothingness. Answer me. Tell me who he is, Abigail yelling, her vo voice growing hoarse, desperate for answer. Hush, sister, don't be too, don't want to be executed just yet, do we? We have so much to do, but I will answer you. His name is Slanish, sister. I will return later, when the time is right, whispered the voice in her head. Slanish, Abigail whispered to herself, her eyes widening. From her studies and purging, she knew of the heretic cults that worshipped the chaos gods. Slanish, the god of perfection and excess, she had purged the likes of these heretics many times over, but they have been worshipping the god emperor in his true form. Have they been lying to us all these years? Is what the mist is saying true? Abigail's thoughts are interrupted by the sound of footsteps as they stop, stopped outside her cell. The pain from her lashes returned, continuing to burn and bleed. The this dull red second second part of part two. So if you, you want to talk about the first part, the, the the part you spoke. Yeah. If you have any comments or words of of advice or anything. <laughs> yeah, I I got a couple uh, things. Um. I I really like how like the there's a saying the road to good intention or the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And this is kind of the story of what happened to this chick. You know, she had the best intentions of trying to help this family and then not so much good end. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, you know, it's, I guess this is, this is the beginning of her fall. So, mm -hmm. um, but, um, yeah. So who, who the heck put Drake in charge? Who's letting her do this? <laughs> well, so from my understanding, and there's not really a whole lot of, Law, even on Lexicanum or on the Wikia, mm -hmm. as to the sisters, and so I'm like, well, if she's going to be, you know, going to be uh, in charge of these people who are committing, uh, you know, 
all these sins and stuff, especially as someone in an order such as the Valorous Heart, which will make you atone for the most simplest of sins. Um, I would assume that they'll be somewhat kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. So, yeah. <laughs> they are um, crazy space nuns with guns, after all. There's a little bit of edge of insanity in there somewhere. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, my... um, did you want to continue, or did you, do, what, did you want me to read? Yeah, continue. I got one more quick thought here. Uh, let's jump yeah. back kind of to the very beginning, and uh, you talk about the sisters fleet um yeah i don't know much about sisters lore in terms of how this works like are they typically reliant on the imperial fleet like um like the imperial guard would be or do they have their own kind of ecclesiarchal fleet um i i'm not entirely sure i couldn't find that someone is more than happy to correct me in the in the chat for lawhammer yeah i could um, see that even happening idea. sorry go for it no, that's right. From my understanding, I believe it is the Imperial Navy, but again, I could be wrong. So yeah, I I could see too that they would have some ecclesiarchy ships too. Like the ecclesiarchy is a powerful organization that you know does have these kind of resources, these grand Gothic cathedrals ships, you know, cathedrals. Absolutely. So very cool. So, no worries. Um, do you want me to continue, or do you want to keep going? Yeah, keep going. You can go. Okay, cool. <clears throat> the dull red light above the heavy door turns green and opens. Sister Arabella Nateeth Screw it, it's Nateeth. Um, steps in with a tray. Bowls, cups, and a jug and uh, a jug and incense candle sits upon it as she walks through the door. The arm sister uh, the arm sister stays outside as a precaution as the door closed, the green returning to the dull red. Her clothes were the usual off-duty tan gown, the symbol of the valorous heart embroiled on her shoulders, and the Adeptus Sororitas emblem spread across her back. Her white hair cut to cut to her jawline, her eyes heavy, seeing someone she cares about in um cares about in the state such as Abigail's. Arabella sighed as she sits the tray down beside um, in front of Abigail and starts to mix the bland food and holds it up to Abigail's mouth. However, she refuses to take it and moves her head away. Abby, you must eat you must eat to keep your strength, Arabella said. She was probably the most caring person to Abigail. They were both initiated together and developed a sisterly bond. Uh, they were mostly deployed together and both have very fond memories with each other. Arabella would, would have requested to see Abigail even in her worst state. She was probably the only person who still treated her as a sister, not an outcast. Abigail reluctantly complied and slowly finished her meal without another word. Before Arabella left, she got up and went to Abigail's abused back, lashed by the neural whip, skin broken and split, bleeding and bruised. The start of Abigail's penance for her sins. Abigail took the cloth and started cleaning Abigail's wounds. Uh, she wanted to talk to Ab Arabella about what happened that led to this moment. Saving of the family, the abandonment of her order, this mind-reading demon mist visiting her. But she didn't want to bring her dear friend into it. Abigail knew no one else would listen to her. Her dear friend Arabella would be the only person. Belle, I... Ab Abigail didn't really know where to start. She didn't want her only friend to think as her as crazy... Or worse, a heretic. Shh, Abby, it's okay. 
You thought you did the right thing. I understand. But after your time in the repenture, you will join my side once again. Arabella said as she smiled, memories running through her mind. Dabbing the cloth into the bowl of water and started cleaning cleaning up the mess of Abigail's back. Belle, I, I did the right thing. There is no place to me in the repenture. Abigail uh, stated, gritting her teeth through the pain. Nonsense, Ab Abigail. Arabella said, rushing to in front of her friend. If you did the right thing, our glorious God Emperor will protect you from harm and bring you back into the folds of the Order. Arabella said this as she started lighting a couple of the incense candles, filling the air with a nice scent instead of the smell of stale sweat, blood, and recycled air, then turned back around to continue cleaning the, lashed, the lashing wounds. Abigail bit her tongue, literally and uh, figuratively. She wanted to, to tell Abigail about her visit, uh, Arabella, about her visit from the Purple Mist, talking about um, this true and perfect emperor. She trusted Arabella, but telling her about this conversation with a demonic entity may destroy their relationship. Belle, you trust me, don't you? Of course I do, Abby. We have fought together for many years, saved each other's lives countless times. I trust you with my life, Arabella says, that she gets in, gets in deep into cleaning one of the worst of the wounds. What if Abigail trails off trying to find the right words while wincing from the pain? What if the God Emperor isn't this perfect entity we think he is? What if his Imperium and the message of the Ecclesia that the Ecclesiarchy preach that we fight and die for is fundamentally flawed? What if we are losing a battle with no reprieve? Arabella stopped, and several moments of silence followed. Hang on. Several moments of silence followed. Just the still stillness of the air and the burning of the candles is all that can be heard. After what seemed like an eternity, Arabella spoke in whispers. We, c we cannot say that, Abigail. That is near heresy, and that cannot be tolerated. Tears started swelling in the corner of her eyes. To even think her dearest friend and fellow sister utter uttering these words is unthinkable. Whispers in Abigail's head started again, and was concerned that Arabella could hear it. But by the look, by the sound and look of it, it didn't seem like she could. She repeated uh, what she was hearing to Arabella. Bell, we, the Imperium has been fighting against our enemies for millennia. If we had not purged the galaxy from all heretics, mutants, and aliens by now, I do not think we can do it at all. It's a futile endeavor. We must change this. Again, silence. Arabella stops and stands up straight away. Her face dropping, uh, dropping a caring nature to that of a stoic and righteous agent of the Imperium. I must go now, Sister Abigail. Arabella says as she collects her items onto the tray and starts walking towards the door. Abigail starts crying once more. She stops before interacting with the door panel. I will pray for your salvation, Abby. I hope the Emperor is merciful in his judgment, she stammers. Back to um, stammers. Back to looking back at Abigail, looking over her shoulder, trying to come to terms with what she's about to say. Even if what you say does make sense, we must follow from what we from what we are told to believe. The emperor is all we have. Abigail thought hard for a moment. Do I tell her about my conversation with this demon? Do I try to reason with her? Her resolve in her emperor is waning, sister. Now is the time to draw her in, the, the voice echoed in her head. 
Belle, if you trust me, please sit. Or at least come back later. We can discuss about it then. Abigail uttered to Arabella, try not to be too loud so the sister outside would not hear them. Arabella sighed. She cared for a friend and probably needs her comfort. Okay, Arabella said as she turns towards Abigail and went to continue to finish the wound care on Arabella's, uh, Abigail's back as she spoke. Whether it was true, true, whether it was truth or just speculations and the pain from a tortured mind and body, where does this story start, Abby? Abigail's face beams with happiness that Arab Arabella has had a change of heart and would keep her company, but also knowing that she started the pro the process of bringing her dearest friend with her to the path of the true and perfect emperor. Abigail started, "What if I told you I think our god emperor is." just a human aspect, something else, something akin to a perfect entity. All right, yeah. so what did you think about that? Yeah, I really liked it. Um, going back to kind of the purple mist, I really like how you kind of describe that kind of like floating in, forming, like you can kind of see a shape, but not really. Um, have you put okay, much yeah, thought I, into... I what the purple mist is like obviously it's a demon is it a herald yeah. is it a greater demon do we kind of look i haven't got that i haven't thought about that that far yet i'm assuming it's just some sort of slaneshi demon of some sort sure and i didn't know how to describe a slaneshi demon so i was like instead of making it some sort of proper manifestation i'm just like screw it let's just make it some sort of funky little purpley mist thing and that'll do yeah yeah no i i think it's great like it just adds to that element of like for her like what is happening you know like mm. she's fought demons before she must have fought like real demons before and and yeah. knows what that's like and like it's a different manifestation than just a swirling mm. purple mist you have mystery absolutely yeah so but yeah so um yeah, that's chapter one <laughs> yeah um how old do you picture Abby as? Like, at first I pictured her as a younger lady, but it sounds yeah, like, she, yeah, she has some battlefield experience and stuff. Yeah, so she's probably been on the field for a couple of years. Well, I don't know how long is a year in 40K, really. Sure. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, she's probably more of a younger woman, maybe, um, alongside with her friend. You know, they got initiated at the same time. So, yeah. and I do, well, maybe not too much spoilers, but I do see that like abigail and arabella to be like they're together in the end type of thing like as like the yeah. ruling command of the of the order so yeah well that was my next one of my other notes was like i'm definitely intrigued to see where their relationship goes and like i i like the two characters that you have that you can kind of progress the story with alongside of each other one's going to yeah. be more zealot and then one maybe is going to be more like well hold on a second here but then eventually get on board with it you know yeah might, might uh, like a dnd campaign of this <laughs> <laughs> yeah get old chatbot on it we can start playing dnd with chatbot I forgot about chatbot. I did use the chatbot to like proofread it all and to give me nice. suggestions and how to structure it. I yeah. really like this one over my space marine law, so I was like, I'll go for this one first. Cool. Um, did you yeah, find so chatbot another... pretty useful and stuff? Did you find yeah, it? Yeah, look, it, it was. It um it really corrected some of my grammar, not all of it, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> but it did it, it did um. It just gave me a lot of structure, gave me a lot of feedback. So, you know, if, yeah. if you if you like me and have no friends that like 40K and not willing to read, um, I think <laughs> this is, what, 13 pages at the moment. 
Yeah. Um, then, you know, it's always great to have like chatbot or something like that to, uh, give you a bit of proofreading, give you a bit of, yeah. um, advice really. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, like, you know, people send me in their Lord for me to proofread. I'm like, I can't, I literally get hundreds of emails, man. I can't proofread all of them. Like use chatbot. It's going to help you better than I can promise you. Or even, uh, use someone in the, uh, in the Lawhammer thing. I'm sure someone would love to proofread it. Yeah. Yeah. There well. are lots of people that are, uh, kind of good at that kind of stuff. Um, so going back to your story, you said, uh, this was chapter one, obviously you have chapter two written, uh, Yep. How how long is this going to be? What's kind of the story arc, kind of roughly? So I'm looking at about maybe four or five chapters. Um, so chapter two is, without giving too much spoilers, our, um, is her atonement, is her punishment in front of the entire order. Okay, And cool. chapter three currently is, I'm going to try my hand, my craft my ass at um, battle scenes. Cool. Of her being on the battle, this is like going to be sometime later, and probably this the beginning of the Twilight Martyrs, and then chapter four or five will be um, if I get to five. I don't think I will, but and chapter five, so four will be like the ending of like you know what what do the sisters look like? What does this order do? Yeah, yeah. Um, how do they fight? Yeah. yeah. So, and I think one of my biggest thing as well talking about their color scheme is I really didn't want to kit bash anything, mm, okay. you know, because as, as it would be, it'd be like a sister's full of, you know, skulls and spikes and everything like <laughs> that. I'm like, well, I can't be bothered doing any of that. So I was like, well, let's just make them, they still think they're Imperials. They still yeah. think that they are true to the Imperium. And I think that's yeah. the main topic of this, but they yeah. worship a higher entity quote-unquote yeah 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 like uh yeah it's kind of like i come from a christian background or whatever so it's like you got god and then you got jesus christ so slanish mm. is god and jesus christ is the emperor it's like this physical yeah. manifestation of the god and stuff and they still worship jesus and it's still that aspect and stuff but yeah, it's, yeah it, it's very interesting i really like this like slow build that you're doing where um yeah, it's gonna take a couple chapters to see her kind of yeah. actually fall and kind of put her thoughts together, and then you know it's gonna take her a little while longer to actually convince her friends to join her. And then the yeah. big question is, how does he, she get an entire order to join her, or enough yeah. sisters to form an order? Yeah, so so for something like this, it'll be like a little like warband of them, yeah. and then eventually, as they're going on raids and more raids, they'll end up, uh, you know capturing more sisters in yeah. and, and convincing uh, sorry quote unquote convincing them <laughs> um to be to fall into the order and i think yeah. and that's what i said earlier was it was going to be a lot more repentia because yeah. they've been forsaken by their order they've been neglected by their order so they'll convince them to join yeah. and then so instead of starting as like um i can't remember what they start as as sisters but instead of starting at like basically scout level for space marine yeah. equivalents they'll probably start as repentia and then cool. go to sisters battle sisters and everything like that so it's yeah that yeah difference of how it works so yeah it it's yeah. kind of cool too it's almost like the the repentant repentia then are cultists like you know they're the most fervent and like yeah not quite but like very uh very similar and then yeah as they you know get more knowledge as they get more skills they get another piece of armor now you know now they get their bolt gun where 
you know, you just give these cultists chain swords and you, when, when you first recruit them, you just give them a chain sword and say, run at the enemy, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't, don't waste too much war to gear. Anyway. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, it would be interesting to see like, uh, like a creed almost like, I know we haven't read all of your story, mm. but like a creed that the repentia follow, like how, how does that kind of tie into slanish? Like, Oh, Repentia okay. very naturally would be corn followers, but how does that perfect mm. nature kind of tie into the Repentia? Um, do they aim for okay. the perfect chainsword swings always? Like, what's kind of that? Mm. Okay. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll probably throw that probably somewhere in Chapter 3, because that's going to be a big battle scene. Yeah, yeah. And I've already kind of projected in that anyway, that this little purple mist gas thing yeah. um, has, like, given her, you know... Um, unorthodox or un i don't know whatever um advice to how abigail can stay alive as being uh, a repentia for all these years so that's yeah. how i've kind of worded it so at the moment yeah. So, but yeah th 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 this will take me a while to write because you know i'm a bit of a nerd and i'm a bit of a, <laughs> of a perfectionist so yeah no that's such but, kind of a cool image like i can see all the repentia hunkered down in a trench and then you know the superior is like okay over the trench we go and then all of them jump over except abby because you know that purple miss is like just wait five seconds and she yeah. waits five seconds and then boom an ordinance goes off and it you know destroys all the repentia except her and then she charges and wins the day you know just like small yeah. little details like that where the demon kind of sees a little bit of the full battlefield and hold on yeah. just just patience here for a second yeah, absolutely, and and then yeah. that's the whole um, image that I'm going at. Um, yeah, like so between chapter two and three, I think there's like a decade, like difference of like just a gap because yeah. I'm like I'm not gonna fill all that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that'll just get boring for a listener law. So um, <laughs> you know, just just have the main things. That's yeah. all we need. So <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, well. Yeah. No, I think I really like where this is going. Uh, we kind of said at the beginning, like, yeah, more more fallen sisters of battle i think they're tight i think they would happen all the time um mm. and i know you're not doing any conversions, but like man there would be some wild conversions he could do oh absolutely like i even thought as far as just going hey let's do some boot plate or <laughs> without boot plate you know <laughs> uh, yeah, but or, I'm or, like... or you take one of the boot plates off and you leave the other one yeah, well, yeah i think um well i think there was a mod on the dawn of war games um, that did that for the sisters. So I think they did a fallen sisters army on there or something, or like a skin, and okay. that's what it was. So you know, my car. I guess I can't show anyone this. <laughs> so. Dad, look at this. Look at the game I'm playing. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah. So um, but yeah, even then, like I could probably do something like that with Repenter, maybe the mm -hmm. Repenter squads. Um, but you know. That's for when I, whenever I get around to painting them, because you yeah. know life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. They're all painted in our heads, you know. Imagination oh, is a wonderful thing. Imagination. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Well, I I am glad that you enjoyed it. I enjoyed writing it, and I hope the listeners enjoy writing it, uh, reading yeah. it, listening to it. Yeah, That's yeah. Right. I I can't wait it. for part two and three and four. Um. I think Absolutely. we're going to do uh, part two as the next episode, so people aren't going to have yep. to wait a long time to see see the outcome of some of this. So. Yeah, we can do that. No worries. I, 
Very cool. Well, uh, thanks everyone for listening. If you have lore that you would like to submit, uh, submit to lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to support the show, go to Patreon, listener lore. You can throw me a buck. Always helps. If you don't, you're going to hell. No big deal. Not a big deal. Uh, <laughs> Evil Ari, thank you for joining me and thank you for writing. No worries. I'll see you in the next one. Adios. Thanks for listening. If you would like to submit your story, you can email lorehammerpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out our Patreon page and support the show at Lorehammer Listener Lore. See you next episode. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.